Do it. All right, so here is a joke, uh, a pickup line for you to use on your wife, all right? So, uh, oh, okay. All right, so if you go up to her and say, hey, I know there's been a shortage of toilet paper lately, but I can be your Prince Charmin. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so that one's good. So relevant. <laughs> so relevant. Yeah, so relevant. Oh, man. That's I got a gang good. of them. I'm going to try it gang I'll let you know how it goes. I'll let you know how it all goes. All right. Yeah, let me know, dude. Oh, I want to know. <laughs> I'll report back. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right. What's up, everyone? Today, we're talking about the tech we want to see in the future. It's Friday, March 27th, 2020. Welcome to episode five, or episode six, sorry, of the Ginger and the Beard podcast. What's up, everyone? I'm AJ, a.k.a. The Ginger. And I'm Reese, a.k.a. The Beard. And in this week's episode, we're building on what we talked about last week and pondering, ooh, pondering on the tech we want to see in the future. Maybe serious, maybe fun. We're also going to spend some time talking about tech news, of course, some new video games, really exciting stuff, and, of course, some major UFC news. But first, Mr. Reese, Mr. Beard, how are you doing this week, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling great. You know, Corona hasn't touched me yet, and I got it about 10 feet away at all times. No Corona today, (laughs) buddy. 10 feet. You're you're beyond the expectation. (sighs) That's how I live my life. We should all be living by your standards. (laughs) Just go. (laughs) The bar is set here. I live right up here, buddy. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing really well. Uh, I'm very glad it's Friday. Very glad to be sitting here talking to you, sir, and getting ready to pour myself a nice, tasty beer. Ooh, it's nice. been a week. It's been such a week. I'm trying to like sit here and just like take a breath and relax and just kind been of busy. unwind from a, a mad week. Um, you know, we talked about it last week. Coronavirus is keeping us at home, which is a good thing. It's not bad. And honestly, we've had a lot of time to spend together as a family. And, you know, it's kind of, it's weird. You, you know, you go to work on a normal occasion, normal week, you go to work every single day. And you, for me, you get to see your kids like, I don't know, maybe four or five hours a day. Whereas now I see them all day, every day, which is awesome. And also extremely stressful and exhausting. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would not be if I were not also expected to be working at the same time. Yeah, I get so that, that, dude. Yeah. yeah, it makes it challenging. But fortunately, Shayna has been home all week too, and we came up with a pretty, a pretty comprehensive schedule where we're like, okay, I have to be working at these times, you have to be working at these times, and and we're kind of taking turns with the kids. Um, and sometimes during naps and things like that. Today, both kids napped. That's a Ooh. that's a very rare occasion. Mark, mark this day. Oh, mark it down. Yes, just, just check, circle that one on the calendar. We'll look back on that. Um, <laughs> But That's yeah, awesome. it was good because we both got to sit there um, kind of in silence for a little bit and just get stuff done, um, which doesn't happen very frequently. So, you know what? We're you, adjusting to this new lifestyle. Sounds like today was very fortunate for you. That's awesome, man. Uh, I like to hear that. Um, I got good news. I got good news uh, for today. Oh? I do. Yes. Um, we've been waiting for two weeks to get our um, freezer, our deep freezer, and it came in today. Finally. Ooh. Ooh, so nice. you know what? 
now we can freeze some stuff and, and last longer. We might go out one more time and, and just stock up on some things. And then after that, um, lay low for a little bit longer. But I'm, I'm hoping that we're going to hit the curve soon, right? We're going to hit that curve <laughs> and start heading back down. That's all I, I care about. It's so hard, man. This is kind of hard. I mean, obviously, no one that I know personally has coronavirus yet. I think it's yeah. eventually going to happen. It's like only a matter of time. Um, but no one so far that we know has it, which is a great thing, but it's also makes it hard because you're like, this isn't affecting me like in a, in a crazy way yet. And it just feels so weird to sit in your house all day long. So like this afternoon, we even just went around and and just drove around town just to get out and see people and see buildings and things to make sure that the planet hasn't burned down yet. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. We just watched. It was so weird too. I was, yeah, I was gonna say it's so weird. We just drove by, like, we went through Town Center, which is like you know the big city area of Virginia Beach, and um, we went by Cheesecake Factory, and there was like a line out the door. But it's not because they are busy inside; it's because there's only certain number of people allowed in the building at one time, right? So all these people were lined up waiting to get their takeout orders, and they were all spaced out, like you know, perfectly spaced yeah, out, like they looked yeah. like they're about six feet apart. And I'm like, good for you guys. Um, definitely smart. So I'm like, I, you won't catch me in that line. Sorry. Yeah, I am. Um, it, it is kind of scary that America's got like the highest amount of cases right now. Um, I mean, there's definitely some variables. Like maybe we just have more tests. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fact that we've hit that level kind of concerns me. I, I know I've, you know, seen other comp, um, other countries that you know, are dealing with this pandemic, but they've shut things down, man. They just shut everything down. Yep. And they're not having these problems that we're having. Um, but also, they don't have the burden of the economy that we have. I mean, you know, um, our economy helps to drive uh, a lot of the world's um, economy. So, right, you know, right. kind of, I, I can understand that there's a a big decision that needs to be made. But in my opinion, health comes first, because if you don't have the people, well, economy doesn't really matter, you know? Yeah. And I don't follow much of stocks and stuff like that, but I have heard that it's uh, kind of on an uptick right now, which that's good news, I suppose. Yeah, um, this week ended um, uh, better than last week. That's for sure. Uh, hey, better's better. Yep, I'll take whatever I can get, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a rough one. But uh, anyway, man. We're surviving, and we made it. We made it to episode six of the podcast, and this oh. is, I've been I've been waiting for this moment all day. I have too. I'm I'm I've very also been excited to be here. A beer, yes. Ooh. I've been waiting Ooh. for a beer. Now Let me talking. ask you, Reese. What are you drinking tonight, sir? What am I drinking? Um, my my good friend. If I could find the bottle opener, I would tell you. And here it is. We found Shoot it. Your teeth like a real man. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to? I'll do it. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I've done it before. Backwoods Bastard by Founders. Um, I'm oh, sure you've yeah. all seen Founders from the previous episodes. Um, but, good sir, this is a bourbon barrel aged um, scotch ale. And oh, yeah. if I could get it open with this janky tool that I have, I might be able to show you <laughs> my, me pouring it. Uh, we're almost Take there. We're almost there. Take your time. No pressure. Boom. We did it. We got it open. You guys ready for the pour? Here comes the ready pour. For it. Boom. Look at that. Delish. Delish. Mm. Oh my gosh. It's a nice color. Every last drippity drop right there. 
And, uh, you know, the bubbles aren't completely uniform on top, but that's okay. Mmm, smells sweet. Sweet, caramelly. Mmm, I love a caramelly beer. You say caramel or caramel? Caramel. Say? I say caramel for some reason. I don't know. Caramel, mm. caramel? I don't know. So this is 11% ABV, so watch out. Good um, lord. Yeah, let me just read this little uh, this little tidbit from their website, right? So expect lovely, warm smells of single malt scotch, oaky bourbon barrels. I definitely got that smoke. I got that. The sweet caramel. There it is in roasted malts. Mm. A bit of earthy spice in a, and some dark fruit. I don't know what that word is. Scintilla. Scintilla. Dark, dark a fruit. A scintilla. You know what a scintilla is? I have no idea what a scintilla is. I don't know, I know either. Chinch- a- I know what a chinchilla is. I do. I know what a chinchilla is. I don't know what a scintilla <laughs> is. Anybody watching? Let me know. Uh, but it's a kickback sipper made to excite the palate. Mm. Mm. I'm excited just listening to you, dude. You, uh, <laughs> I want to share it with you. I want to share it with everybody. Oh yes. uh, yeah, it looks Fine. good. It looks good and it sounds good. I'm so excited for this. Mm. Okay, enough. <laughs> All right, buddy. What are you drinking? <laughs> All right, I've got something that's pretty relevant uh, to our sh- to our stream here, considering you and I are both nerds in our own capacity, yes, um, and also beer lovers. So why not combine the best of both worlds and pick up a beautiful pills nerd? Oh, dude, I love how the clever! How clever is that? A little bit of eight bit action there, some video game action. Is that Galaga? I don't know. What is man. that? I'm not sure. Is that a? Huh. I want it's some. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, I mean, obviously the label is kind of what uh, attracted my eye when I went to pick this up. I just want um, that label. Right? It's pretty cool. Maybe I can peel it off for you and save it for later. But this is a, uh, it's as the name suggests, a Pilsner. And it's actually coming out of Brothers, um, sorry, Brothers Craft Brewing, which is actually in Harrisonburg, Virginia. So pretty local. Um, And I love the label. I was, I was, I'm a marketing guy, so I love some alliteration. Here we go. Ready for this? Okay. Get a little bit of get a little B action here. Brewed and bottled in the Blue Ridge by Brothers Craft Brewing. Oh man, if that doesn't excite you. I don't know what does. All right. Ooh, there's me. there's my little nerd coming out. I realize how dirty this glass looks now that I'm pouring this in front of a I th- light. I thought it the is same a clean thing. glass. Oh my gosh! There we go. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, calm down. Got excited. Well, this has been sitting out for a little bit as we prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the show so it's i don't know good. if that had something to do with it but i How's actually gave it a little a, a little taste test before we started recording it's a pilsner so you know it's nothing too crazy i'm usually an ipa guy more more into the stouts lately but these pilsners are definitely a uh, little easy drinkers it's only a 4.6 so you know if you're looking for something light to kind of just help you unwind at night then give it a shot but With spring springtime approaching right yeah I mean, that's definitely like a good a, it's a good outdoor warm weather beer for sure, but uh, you know I may need something a little little extra after this after it's after I finish it off. We'll see. With a little bit of alcohol in it. A little bit, yeah, a little something stronger. Nice. That's what's up. But dude. Yes, yes. What so are you guys man, drinking out there? You guys that's listening? A, that's a good question. Is anybody drinking any any bourbon? Any scotch? Yeah. Any beer? Heavy. Any wine? Ooh. Mead, are you Gin? a wine drinker? Do you do you drink wine? I don't know if I I've ever a, seen you drink wine. I drink. I have a little bit of wine with my cheese. You know, <laughs> I have some wine with my cheese. With a little bit of French fries, you know, some French fries and my wine, <laughs> some cheese. Oh man, so, yeah, French fries and a Wamburger. 
A little wham burger. Call the wambulance yeah. while I'm drinking my wine. Wine. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I drink wine. I like wine. Um, my wife and I, uh, she drinks uh, wine more often than I do. Yeah. Um, you know, she's more, uh, I shouldn't say more often, but like she prefers wine over beer. Um, you know, so, so she would take a, a glass of wine over a beer. And, uh, you know, we've been, we're, we're in the middle of Virginia here. So, uh, you know, we get plenty of options for wine. It's really nice. Um, how about you? Yeah, definitely. You, you don't, do you drink wine? I don't think you do, do you? I do not. I've Got tasted it. a few wines in the, in my day, but nothing crazy. Um, yeah, Shayna yeah. was the same. She used to kind of like enjoy it and that and like sangria. But honestly, you know what did it for her was we went on, I believe it was an anniversary. I can't remember exactly. I think it might have been our second anniversary or maybe first. I can't remember. Um, but she got a frozen slushy, frozen wine slushy from oh, nice. someplace. And like it was delicious. She enjoyed it and she, and she drank all of it. But it was like super hot outside. Mm. I think we were in Myrtle Beach actually. But um it was super hot outside and it just made her stomach stomach to her turn. Like it made her super sick. And then oh. ever since then, like the smell of wine just like completely turns her stomach. So she hasn't, you know, she's not drinking it. I'm definitely not picking any up from the store for myself. So um, more beer. I just get beer. Beer. Oh, I was gonna, I was going to ask you actually, while we're on the beer subject, how, how have you been stocking up? Did you stock up before the uh, zombie apocalypse or you just been brave? Last the- bottle. Oh no. Last bottle right here, but oh, no. um, you know uh, I got I got a bunch of bourbon, so I got about five six bottles of bourbon. Okay. Um, I you know so I'm not really hurting for anything, but as far as beer goes, yeah, man, that's it. And we got wine, we got wine too, but no more beer. Um, but again, I I might go out one more time, and uh, just grab a just a plethora of beers. So, yeah. uh, how about you? Are you stocked up? Uh, I think I probably got like, I don't know, maybe like eight, seven, eight left, which is, oh, that's not bad. Okay. I'm doing all right. You I mean, you drink a couple here and now, but not too often, yeah, I right? Drink, mm, not quite one every night, but almost. Uh, yeah. So I can last a little bit longer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I think, you know, I'll probably bust out some bourbon for the next show, potentially. Oh, but you know we'll what? See, we'll no, see. There are no rules here. No holds barred. I might just, I might just bring the whole, bo- the whole bottle. You know why not? <clears throat> Get real crazy. Getting, getting out there. I might not be able to talk by the end of the podcast. But no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. just kidding. I know. I think, I think we will probably go to the store at some point. I know we need to buy more meat and and get stocked up and ready to go for the, um, the coming weeks. So I'm, I'm figuring this week we'll probably go out. And when we do, um, I'll make sure to kick anybody that gets too close to me. Um, I'll cough on anyone so that they don't get close to me because I don't That's have it. Strategy. As long as I'm yeah, – it's a good offense, right? The best offense is a good – the best offense is a good defense. So as long as I'm coughing on other people, they won't come near me. I think I like that. I like that strategy. Yeah. Very solid. I think it'll work. Yeah. my. You know what? My allergies, dude, have been unreal. Like the pollen – is insane and i had the bright idea earlier in the week to like lift my right here in front of me people cannot see but right in this area there's a window and uh, i had that open while i was working and also we're outside a lot today with the kids since it was like super nice and like 70 degrees maybe like 75 and just like after that my allergies have been lit up yeah so if you guys hear me coughing or sneezing or sniffing it's not the coronavirus it's the allergies so i heard that 
um, the the symptoms of the coronavirus aren't typically of they're not similar to the common cold. So it's not like sniffling in, in a cold cough, you know, it's basically like a very dry, itchy throat followed by um, trouble breathing and a lot of mm. lung coughing um, and like pneumonia, pneumonia type uh, symptoms. So um, I just read that today um, source from uh, Prince William's hospital. <laughs> oh, are you being serious or that joke? No, no, that's serious. I, I did. Um, well, you know, I don't have any of that, so we're we're good. So yeah, far. you're good. That's no, that's what I was saying is because you had this, you have the sniffles, so you're good. Yeah, we're safe. safe. All right, sir. Well, so anyways, yeah, you guys out there, let us know what you're drinking tonight. Maybe it's tonight. Maybe it's tomorrow night. Let us know. Leave us a comment on YouTube. Send us a DM on Instagram. Wherever you guys are watching this, uh, let us know what are you drinking tonight. Yes, please. I want to know. Uh, all right, so shall we move on to our main topic? Uh, yeah, man. I think we should. I'm Let's really excited about this topic. I, I, you have some creative ideas. I'm excited to hear you, hear you talk about them. Are we going to hit him with that transition? Hit him with the transition. Boom, here it goes. Hey, we're back. Oh, my gosh. What was that? What happened? Oh. It's like a transition oh, or something. Too excited, bobbing my head. In reality, some BTS for you guys. I can't even hear the music, so I'm just bobbing my head because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Main topic this week. So last week we talked about how it's weird that we take so much tech for granted and we don't realize that we're living in the future every single day. Yeah. Um, we're gonna build on that as we mentioned at the top of the show and talk about the tech that we want to see in the future, which is why the name of this episode is "It's Our Future Tech and We Want It Now." Right now. Nice little right now. JG, JG Wentworth uh, excitement for you guys. Yeah. I'm, future, I'm for future, 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 future. Yeah. Oh, you got to love some regional TV spots. Hey, <laughs> I, I do my best. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, the tech we want to see in the future. Who You should you should kick us off this week, Reese. Uh, yeah. So, uh uh aj i'm gonna need you to get me that future tech uh now <laughs> name that do you know that movie i'm uh, probably not oh, doing wait. a good job the office oh yeah the office i'm like wait a second. or no I'm office office space. office space office space anyway tps reports probably anyway the, the most highly quoted movie i of know all time. yeah i love it i love it so i'm gonna go ahead and get us started off right so the first thing i was thinking about right is how can I improve my like daily, my daily, like getting ready processes, you know, like for consumer technology, I wasn't really thinking about like cars and phones so much. I was yep. thinking about, cause like cars and phones, like, I mean, phones are pretty advanced right now. I'm like, I'm happy where phones are, you know, cars. Hey, we're getting there. Um, uh, we got a long way to go still. Um, but like what things haven't been really touched in a while as far as like the tech boom goes and so i was thinking about i mean not much is left but i was thinking like so what do i use on a daily basis to get ready well when i'm brushing my teeth and you know combing my hair and washing my hands what's right there in front of me a mirror right so i'm thinking why aren't there like connected mirrors at this point they should have it set up and this is what i'm thinking right and i think this would be a fantastic idea 
and it might be out there and I might just not be aware of it yet. That's very possible. All of these might be out there and they're just not commercialized to the point where it's consumer ready, you know, for the large scale. But I'm thinking, you know, while I'm sitting there brushing my teeth, a timer could be on there saying, hey, brush your teeth for two minutes. I'm combing my hair. I'm combing my hair. You know, you don't really got to be focused on anything. Show me my show me my meeting agenda for the day. Show me my schedule. Uh, Show me the news. Right. When I'm standing in front of my mirror, turn the music on. Okay. Stuff like that. If I have like my smartwatch on and my smartwatch is in a certain vicinity of the mirror, turn my music on. Wouldn't that be a good idea? I am. I'm I'm just thinking about all of this different stuff. And you could have like a like a Twitter feed going on. You could have all this stuff built into the mirror. That's like it's not really essential, but it's just nice to have it there. Now, would people buy that? What do you think, AJ? Dude, people buy everything. Yes, people would buy it. And I actually looked it up as you're talking about it. I can't find any like readily available for purchase, but I have found some DIY, like build your own smart mirror where people are literally putting monitors behind two-way glass um, and and hooking it up to like a Raspberry Pi, like a super small computer and doing it that way. I guess with a Raspberry Pi, you could probably get some voice assistant capabilities built in. So you could probably use Google's API and use like a Google Home or something uh, integration to pull in some of that information. But That'd be really hard to do, and that would take a lot of effort. So yeah, oh. I dude, I'd be in for it. I'd be in for it. I mean, I like my my house is not super smart yet. You and I both have some uh, smart home gadgets, but it's not all super interconnected. But I could definitely see the use for that. I mean, when I well, actually, you you probably spend a lot of time more than I do in front of the mirror, trimming and maintaining that glorious beard of yours. Yeah, um, it takes a little bit of work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I spend at least 10 minutes a day, at least 10 yeah. minutes, you know, brushing yeah, your me, teeth for two minutes, teeth, shaving a little bit, you know, tri- or trimming right. up my hair, which I can yep. tell kind of in the mirror. I did a, I did a bad job last time. Oh, I can't um, tell you're good, but okay. Uh, but like, so, yeah. so maybe not so much for guys, right? But think about how oh, long for the, a, for the um, ladies, females, you know, ladies have to spend looking in the mirror, right? Doing their, um, doing their hair, straightening it combing it doing their makeup you know making sure everything's looking right for the guys out there or the gals whatever you know um so i'm just thinking uh, you know it's it's a missed opportunity right now yeah it's kind of hard when i was thinking about this stuff and we'll go over my first one in a second but when i was trying to think of this stuff i was like what dude it's almost like impossible to think of something that's not already out there so you did a good job coming up with some of these um, well, well like, let me let me get through my next two, and then I'm going to pass it over to you. All right, let's do it. All right, so and, and I want to go through these because they kind of connect to the mirror, right? So I kind of already mentioned it, but like teeth toothbrush or toothbrush, not teeth brush. What am I? What am I? Three years old brushes. You know, brush your teeth, brush your tooth. Um, <laughs> but but you know, a toothbrush, right? So you have yeah. your standard, you know, there's no mechanisms in it, toothbrush. Um, all the way up to your like sonic hairs that like, vibrate the plaque off of your teeth, right? Yes. So, but you still have to stand there and move it all around your mouth to get all of the different spots. So, why isn't there? And I think I, I think I have seen it recently, but it's a new thing. You might be able to find this online. Just put an insert in, rather than having to brush your teeth, you know, because you're occupied for those two minutes that you're brushing your teeth. You can't really do anything else. I mean, I guess you could yep. have your other phone and be doing something. But, you know, while you're while you're brushing your teeth, 
I mean, just just put this mouthpiece into your mouth and let it do the work. You could be off folding clothes or getting dressed or doing something. You could be showering with this little mouthpiece in that's just yes. brushing your teeth and all and all. And it's like, just leave it in. And you could put different like you could put different like whitening stuff in there. It could have it could have ultra what ultra purple. I'm see, I'm sorry, not ultra purple. Ultra purple. Um, <laughs> ultra violet. Gosh, ultra violet. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some brain. Ultra purple. Brain. Brain disconnect here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My desk is like purple right now, but yeah, ultra ultra uh, violet lights, um, whitening your teeth while you're doing it. That eleven percent. That eleven percent. I've only had like two sips. <laughs> Damn, darn Corona. Um, All right. Anyway, let me don't let me interrupt you here, but this exists. It does. This and exists. I, but it's like marketed towards kids right now, right? No, this is a, there's a you can buy this for forty dollars. Forty dollars, you could have this apparently. Let me let me hit well, you with a screen share. The future is here, if that's the case. Share your screen, because I want to see it. Here it is. You ready for it? It's called the 360 Sonic Brush. Hold on. Oh, yeah. There it is. This is it, man. There it is. This that's is everything what I, you've ever wanted. This is what I'm talking about. This is the future. We're there. For 40 bucks, you can get this. Now, obviously, it's got 728 five-star reviews on their own website. But, you know, let's take that for with a grain of salt. Um, but, yeah, it looks like you just put all your chompers in there and turn it on and let it do its thing. You know what? I accept this. I, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that it's there. I'm not even bummed out because I remember seeing it, but it just didn't seem like it was, like, marketed towards people just yet. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I mean... I was gonna play that, but I can't mute it. What um, were you playing? Oh, some music. Little no, it's a little video on their thing, but I can't. There's no mute button. But no. yeah, ultrasonic, fifteen thousand vibrations per minute, blasting plaque with one of the fastest built-in. Oh, that's a typo. One of the fastest built-in motors. <laughs> typo. That's just I. That's an accident. Okay, I know my wife's out there listening. She always calls me a jerk for like proofreading people's stuff. I don't mean to, guys. I do it for a living, and I just can't help it. Okay. It is so what I it should is. send them a note. I'm gonna email webmaster at 360sonicbrush.net and say, hey, there's a typo on your on your homepage. <laughs> you should um, <laughs> give me a free one for finding <laughs> yeah, that typo. <laughs> right. So, anyways, I was stop. I gotta buy one. My... I guess I'm gonna have to buy one. Shout out to Sonic Brush for coming out with this thing. Uh, you know, it's uh, twenty dollars yeah, exactly. off right now. I might just get one, and I don't know. I'll um, shuffle some cards while I'm while I'm doing my teeth brushing. It's probably $20 off for a reason, but you should try it. We should try it and then report back. Maybe next time on stream, we should both put our teeth brushers in. Teeth brushers. I love it. Our teeth brushers. Oh, we should. We should. But, but think about it, right? Like it's not like a global thing. Like it's not in every house yet. So it's probably not that good yet. It makes sense if, to me though. I mean, if, cause think about what you could do with your hands for those two minutes. I could pop that saying. thing in. And then I could shave my like mustache while I'm like teeth are being brushed. I could shave my mustache, right? Yeah. You know? Or I could like put that thing in and put my clothes on for the day or something. You know, so That's much efficiency. Exactly. Tie your shoes. You know. Tie your shoes. Absolutely. I don't know. Whatever else, right? Change Speaking your of shoes. kids. Change your kid's diaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if they got them for kids, you don't want your kid to talk for a little bit. There you go. Brush your teeth. Be quiet. Listen here. Brush your teeth, son. Leave it in for 70 minutes. <laughs> 70 minutes. 70 minutes. Okay. All right. So that's cool. But 
I'm skeptical. If they come out with a Sonicare one that's $400, that one's probably going to be good. Yes. Yeah. Right? So, you okay. it's good if it's expensive. All right. One more one more thing around the area of like sanitization and like getting ready in the morning. Okay. Okay. So this might be a thing also. Um, and what I'm talking about is actually two, two more things, but they're kind of connected. Efficient sanitization dish dishwashers insert inside your house. Right. So they might have this on like the industrial level. So what I'm trying to say by efficient sanitization dishwashers is like when you set your dishwasher right now, like it just sprays a ton of water, wastes a bunch of water and shoots out the the soap and it takes like an hour, two hours, right? Like why isn't there something now? Um, You could use superheat. You could use uh, ultraviolet lights to kill the germs. Yep, ultra um, purple. You could use better jets, ultra purple. You could use better jets. You know, just make it more efficient so that it only takes you, you know, put your dishes in there. It should only take you like 10 minutes at this point. And yeah, it shouldn't I be see. using so much water. I agree. Am I am I out of line here? <laughs> am I out of line? Am I, I requesting too much? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly it's kind of an antiquated technology if you think about it. Like what I used to work at Best Buy, right? And yeah. I, I worked in the, um, what they call it, digital imaging, digital imaging department. We sold cameras. Okay. Um, and I was next, I was situated next to the appliances department. So whenever that appliances guy wasn't there, I had to cover his spot. So I had to like sell dishwashers. And I'm like, uh, this one has like. 20 decibels this one's got like 15 decibels you know but they both spray water and soap all over everything um, so no, this one's nobody quieter so that's the problem then nobody cares about how efficient it is they just no. want it to be quieter so it doesn't bother them and i'm like this one sends you a text message when it's done Ooh, so that i kind of like that you know, idea if you have you know if your dish if your dishwasher's in the east wing of your mansion and you sit in the west wing you know when <laughs> it's done well you know when to tell your maid to empty the dishwasher yeah because if you can spend four grand on a dishwasher then you probably have a maid probably and i mean it should be talking to you it should just yell across the house hey come get these dishes out of me yeah. okay i wonder how i wonder how many voice controlled dishwashers there are out there right now uh, that's say, a good question hey you Alexa. know what would solve for this robots what uh yeah that's what just we have robots. I'm Robotic just saying, maids. just robots. You know, that's I not mean, where I'm. At. That's not my next one. But I you, mean, well, you, you and I both have robotic vacuum cleaners. Oh, that's right. I got Oofy. If only I could train Oofy to <laughs> wash my dishes. <laughs> you could just lay your plates in the floor and let him run over them. I don't think my dogs would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, dog YouTube might like that. <laughs> yeah, dogs love dogs love dishes. My dogs oh. try cleaning the dishes before the dishwasher gets to clean them. Oh, as I'm loading point. the dishwasher, they're like leaking, licking up in there. I'm like, dude, get out of the dishwasher. Calm, <laughs> calm down, sir. Yes. Yeah. All right, yeah, last one, and then I'm gonna pass it over to you sanitization hand stations okay right now this is covid related hi luna Mm -hmm. my little puppy is here and and she wants some attention sorry sorry about this she heard you talking about her 
She did hear me talking about her. I want to show her, but she won't come over here. Should I just go get her? <clears throat> go for it, man. All right. Hold on. And then I'm going to talk about sanitization. One second. I'll be back. Yes. Yeah, while he's chasing his dog out there. Do you guys have dogs? Let us know. I want to see some pictures of your dogs. If you have pictures of dogs, send them to us on Instagram. Tag us. We love doggies. And Reese has some cute little doggies, let me tell you. Uh, gosh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. But she wanted some attention. All right, I'm going to just hold her here so you all can see her. But sanitization oh, hand stations, look how okay? Cute. I know. She is. She is. This is Luna. Um, so what I'm, what I'm saying by that is right now, okay, when you go to the restroom, first off, like every door to, to the restroom should have like one of those little foot handles so that you don't have to touch the handle. Um, yes. that's, that's step one. Um, but as far as, um, like you shouldn't have to go to the sink and like touch anything at the sink. You shouldn't have to touch anything when you're done with your business. What I'm trying to think is like, there should be the option, right. To use the sink, but sanitization as in like, you should just be able to stick your hands into like a receptacle that where you don't have to touch anything. It just blasts it with either like chemicals or with um, ultraviolet, uh, ultraviolet, ultra purple. I'm just gonna say ultra purple, <laughs> ultra purple lights, you know, or something else that I just uh, I just don't know about. And I'm thinking like right now in these trying times, everybody should have that. Everybody should have okay. that option. So, how how is this different though than just the thing that you stick your hand in and it squirts you some sanitizer on there? Well, that's a good point. I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I mean, you still have to you. Well, that's a good point. I mean, you still you still have to rub your hands together with water. I don't know. I'm just thinking like it should just be little stations all over the place where it's just like you just I put think, your hands yeah. in for like ten seconds well, and you're good. Those things. Here's the question though: Why are those hand sanitizer stations only in like workplaces, like or uh-huh. doctors' offices? Like they should be everywhere, right? They should yeah. be everywhere. They should be in restaurants. I mean, they're in the bathrooms, but they should be like, I don't know, tableside hand sanitizer. And those That'd hand so sanitizers, if, if you don't scrub and like get it all in between your fingers and everything and, and whatnot, then it might not get everywhere. If you just like stick your hand flat into something, you know, and it just blasts it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I like the, uh, the idea of sticking your hand into an ultra purple light. And it just, it's kind of like those toothbrush, they, they make those toothbrush holders where you put your toothbrush in it and it just shines the ultraviolet light on it and it kills all the germs, right? That's, um, oh, that, that, there it is. I'm kind of looking at like something like that, right? Okay, and then I like that you, idea. When you walk up to it, it's a, it's a frowny face. And then after 10 seconds, it turns into a smiley face, letting you know that oh, you're clean. That's a good, that's a good design because then, cause you're right. Because some of those like little squirty things, they leave like a sticky residue in your hands or they smell bad or whatever. But if you could just stick yeah. your hands into some nice purple light and it's just, and it's nice and warm in there and it just yep. feels good. Cause sometimes when you wash your hands, your hands are like super cold. Like here's yep. a gripe about my, my, my workplace, amazing, nice, modern office space. But for the love of all things holy why don't we have hot water in the bathroom sinks i don't understand it oh that doesn't i'm washing my hands in ice cold water and then i leave the the bathroom and my hands are freezing cold and then i have to go you know thaw out I, oh if we weren't dealing with the pandemic i'd say you know what you better boycott boycott washing yeah, those hands I should, I should put in some feedback to our <laughs> just user, kidding 
user feedback submit it to your office manager hey you yeah. know what don't want to touch these anymore um, but you know what the floor that the executives sit on their bathrooms have hot water in the sinks i've learned this oh see there it is mm-hmm. tyranny tyranny mm-hmm. right there yep so if i could stick my hands into some nice warm purple light and just leave with no sticky residue on my hands that's that's the future wow that is uh that is the future and i think it would be a quicker more efficient instead of spending all that time waiting on the water to heat up and and scrub a dub dub as you sing happy birthday to yourself inside your head twice you know and then you gotta sometimes you have to use napkins and all that just get rid of it and just boom done yes get rid of all anyway. those things all right buddy i feel like i went on for a little while there i got some more but i'm gonna That's kick okay. it over to you what do you got for me that's okay. All right. Well, sticking to the, the robotics theme, um, I've got one that's not – we have this. This is the thing that we have, but we could, get, we could get better at it. We are getting better at it, and that's fully autonomous vehicles, okay? So yes. my robot vacuum cleaner, he's kind of fully autonomous, right? He can kind of do his own thing. Yes, he gets stuck under the couch from time to time or every time that I use him, but you know what? He does a pretty good job. But I'm looking for fully autonomous vehicles, and I hope Elon Musk can make this happen in the next five years or I less. I believe in him. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, tons of manufacturers are doing the, the autopilot thing now. I think Cadillac does it. I'm pretty sure, like, Jaguar. Like, all these all these manufacturers do it now. But Tesla's probably kind of is kind of leading the charge, I guess, perception-wise at least. But I'm interested in hearing what you think. But I honestly, and this is coming from a guy who historically I like driving. Like driving is a thing that I get enjoyment out of. I used to have a nice little five-speed. I've had a couple of little five-speed cars that are super fun. And I, and I hook them up with different parts and stuff like that and make them look cool and slam them to the ground and make them look, make them super impractical and make them faster and stuff like that. But um, So this Sweet. is coming from a guy who gets a lot of enjoyment out of driving. I actually really enjoy it. But... On a day-to-day basis, when I'm traveling from this house to my office, which is 20 minutes away on the interstate, I cannot wait for the day where everyone is doing that in an autonomous vehicle. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how much less stress there would be, how much more productive you could be when you're sitting in your car for 20 minutes? You don't even have to look at the road. Like There couldn't even just be no windows. Like I'm talking about like iRobot status. Um, oh, you I know. love it. Yeah, I mean, you can start checking your emails before you get to work or you can scroll through Instagram or whatever it is. Um, but it's just uh, uh, the safety thing, especially having kids, there's just so many dummies on the road, man, like people that just don't pay any attention. Yep. You could be the best driver in the world, and the next thing you know, you got some dude sideswiping you on the interstate because he wasn't paying attention. He's texting somebody, you know. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, how do you feel about that? Would you, would you be interested in that kind of a world? So I want to think about it, right, because – Fully autonomous, um, in my mind, means that everybody has to, it's a requirement to, to use the, the automatic steering and, and whatnot. And there's people out there that um, are amazing drivers, right? And I know this oh. is a small instance, okay? But what I'm trying to say is, what if, what if one of those vehicles, you know, malfunctions and that person that's inside that vehicle is a fantastic driver, and they have to pay the price for technology, for the need for the, this technology is being created because, because there's people out there that don't drive well, you know. So for that sure. one instance, you know, that's a that's a negative. But clearly, I think 
the redeeming qualities of autonomous vehicles, you know, it, it seriously outweighs the bad. Um, so I, I'm yeah. all for it. I think it's a great idea. I do still want to have the option to take control if I need to as a failsafe, yep. right? Um, and, you know, what's better and than that? Just make everybody work from home. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. Um, I mean, I feel like the stage where we're at right now, it's so hard. Like, I bet you if we didn't have some of these lim- – number one, the media. If the media wasn't a, wasn't a thing and it wasn't such so terrible sometimes, um, I feel like we'd be far more advanced than we are right now because, number one, like, anytime a Tesla crashes, period, anytime there's a Tesla crash ever, it makes headlines that Tesla autopilot vehicles crash and one man lost his life. And, like, then, like, three weeks later you find out dude was watching a portable Blu-ray player – in the driver's seat on his way to yeah. work, you know, it wasn't paying any attention and it ends up being operator error. However, there have been some instances where it was the machine's fault and the machine registered. Like I think a lady one time got hit on a bike trying to cross the street and the car just couldn't, it, it like saw her, like after they re reviewed the data from the vehicle, the car saw the lady, but registered it as it, as it was not a threat essentially. Mm-hmm. And no. can, proceeded to, to just hit the lady on the bike and she did die. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh. we have some stuff to figure out and those sort of things set us back every single time. Um, you know, but it's the humans a lot of the time who, you know, there's so many reports of people saying like, I saw a dude on the interstate today sleeping while his Tesla was driving down the road. Right. <laughs> like that's not okay. Um, nah. so yeah, we've got to get over those sort of hurdles, but I feel like once we get far enough along, I think there's like different levels of, of autonomy when it comes to vehicles. I think there's, you guys correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think there's something called like level five autonomy. I think they measure it in levels. Um, and once you reach a level five autonomy, that means the driver can completely disregard the steering wheel and it just does its thing. And we're definitely not there yet. Um, but once we are and, and everyone's in a level five autonomous vehicle and we'll probably get to the point where they can communicate with each other. The cars can communicate with one another and you'll just stay in your, you'll stay in your one lane, the lane you need to be in the whole way. And everyone can drive a smooth 70 miles an hour or maybe even higher because the speed limits could probably be higher at that point. Just the same Mm -hmm. speed the whole time. It knows what exit you need to get off of. So it knows it it keeps the space between cars perfectly distant. I mean, the only thing we're not thinking about there is like, what if a deer jumps out into the interstate? How do the cars react at that point? But Oh, yeah, I'm, I, that's the future that I want. And then I do want to have the option, just like iRobot, that I, I love that movie by the way, um, where I can store a motorcycle or something, even though I, I don't have a motorcycle yet. But um, store a car, a gas-powered car that's super dumb, in my garage, and I could take that out on the weekends and have some fun. Hey, um, they would just have like um, segregated uh, streets, right? So you would yeah, have. Yeah non-auto non-autonomous and then autonomous and it's like the highways the major transportation routes um and everything would all be autonomous only and then just driving around you know town um could be both and you would just have like certain lanes that are that are designated for non-autonomous just like bike lanes right that's a good point i think that's a i think that's a fantastic idea it's gonna happen right it has to happen eventually um it's just a matter of when right Yep, yep. That's what else you got, Reese? That. What else do you want to see in the future? 
Oh, it's back to me already? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I can go wow. again if you want. I'm just trying to pass the ball back, you know? I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> I, um, I'll, I'll, do it. I'll do my next one. I got about two or three more. Well, no, I got more Let's than that. I got four. So, a sh- okay, so right now when you're walking, right, uh, your phone can count your steps. Uh, they got, like, little attachments that you can put on your belt. Those can count your steps. You got the, the Fitbits. Um, mine's right here. I don't have it on right now. You got your Fitbits, right? So they'll count your steps. They give you all kinds of information. Um, But they're not 100% accurate because you could just be waving it back and forth, you know, whatever you want, and it's going to count steps. Yeah. Um, So so how do you you get the most accurate uh, step counting? It's uh, you you put a device in your your shoe. So what I'm thinking, right, and they probably have this. I don't know. Um, An in-shoe, like, sole, basically – that's uh, a smart sole, still comfortable, okay, but it, it's got a couple bit of, it's got a mm, ability to track every time pressure increases on it in, in the way of a step. So it would have, um, oh, it's escaping me right now. I can't think of the word. Your phone has a bunch of them in it. It allows you to tell. Gyroscope. Gyroscope. That's Gy- it. Charades, man. I f- I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm so good at charades. Beep. Beep. Whoops. <laughs> mark mark that time down <laughs> oh dude i got some coming later I'm, I'm gonna read a quote from somebody with some bleeps in it don't worry oh okay all right good i don't feel so bad then um but all right so besides just tracking your steps i'm, I'm taking it next the next step further is it's going to tell you your pressure points on your feet um, explain to you like the high risk, right? And it give you give you data in an app that basically tells you, uh, you know, what kind of shoes you should be wearing, a, a different type of insole that you should be wearing, um, and then also um, as you're stepping, it's going to tell you like how much pressure are you pushing into the ground, you know, if you're running, if yep. you're stepping, if you're jogging, give you all of those different types of analytics, and you know what, you know what, maybe throw even a moisture counter in there why not i mean a little smell Ooh, never hurt anybody oh yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying it could analyze it could analyze that as well and just tell you risks potentially i'm just i'm just throwing it out there i think that i like it there's an opportunity there and if i was smart enough and was an engineer i might go and make it myself so i, I feel like i'm just a bubble burster today reese i'm not trying to be a bubble I burster. Quit. I quit. <laughs> okay. No, wait, wait, wait. All the stuff you were saying about the sense, all the um, pressure sensor and all that stuff, I don't think that exists, or at least I haven't found it yet. But I do know that that Nike actually has Nike Plus, which it actually is similar to that. They have, they make shoes that are compatible with Nike Plus, and they essentially have like this little pocket in the sole of one of the shoes. You stick a little sensor in, and it can hook up to your phone. And as far as I know, I'm reading the thing right now. It says that it essentially um, syncs with your Nike Plus Sport Watch or your iPhone. And this is an older product, but um, and it and it tracks your where was it? It just said it. I can't. Oh, sorry. Your pace, your distance, time elapsed, and calories burned. So okay. pretty basic stuff, but it doesn't I, – I totally agree with what you're saying about, like, the pressure um, and your pressure points and things like that because I've, I've tried running before. I thought maybe I can, I can get into running. That could be a thing. Um, and um, and uh, I would run for, like, a week, and then I got shin splints, which is oh. – if you've never had shin splints before, it sucks really hard. Um, my shins were, like, in pain for a, a long time. But, and I think that comes from just like, 
like bad. It essentially feels like needles in your shin no if thanks. you step the wrong way. Yeah, it sucks. Um, but yeah, it, I think that comes down to like bad form number one, and okay. which who knew there was a form for running? But apparently, if you you stride a certain way or you land a certain way on your feet, then it can be bad for you. But so it'd be super cool to have a sensor or something that tells you what you're doing wrong. Um, that's, that's where I'm at. I think, uh, you know, I, it, it sounds like someday it should just be like a, another thing that's built in. It's built in technology that should just be in your, in your shoes. Right. But we're wearing this wristwatch and it's just kind of like, I don't know. Shouldn't it just, just like, be yeah, in your you, shoes? You ran really far. Good job. Yeah, but actually, all I did was sit here and play video games all day with my with my <laughs> VR headset, and I got a <laughs> ten thousand steps. Yes, just saying. That's all right. I'm I'm throwing the ball back in your court, man. What do you got for me? Oh yeah. All right. So I'm gonna do something that, again, we should have this by now. It's 2020. Why don't we have this? And that's reliable Wi-Fi, <laughs> dude. So how uh, how are we at this day and age? I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Do it. I can't. I can't. I just don't I feel understand. It. This is one of those things where I'm like, we sent a spaceship. Okay, we sent spaceships into space. I don't know. I don't know much about space other than that it's was crazy. Like 40 years ago. Well, yeah. Okay, and we've been communicating. We've been with communicating Martians. with that thing for a long time. Oh, it's sorry. really far away, right? It's really far away. We can still get pictures back from it. But why can't I not sit in this room of my house? With this really expensive computer here that should have some really nice Wi-Fi bands built into it and get some solid Wi-Fi speed from the room right over there where the, where the modem and router sits, right? Okay, I pay Verizon a lot of money to get yes. gigabit internet, okay? And for you, for you guys that don't know, gigabit means 1,000 megabits per second, right? Yes, on average this week, as I've been working from home and checking speed tests um, from time to time, I've been getting less than 50 megabits per second. Okay, so that's a fraction of what I'm paying for. What? I don't understand. And so if I call Verizon and tell them, they're like, oh, you probably have too many devices connected to your Wi-Fi. I'm like, all right, it's me and my wife in the house, two laptops, all right, maybe two phones. Yep. I'm still confused how I'm not getting at least a couple hundred Every time I check it. So. I greed. That's what I'm going to chalk it up to. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, what's the problem, man? What's the problem? And they're like, oh, maybe you should hardwire into it and then check your speed. I'm like, if I wanted to hardwire into it every time, I wouldn't be using Wi-Fi on my computer. I would be sitting next to my modem all day and plugging into it. You know, um, I, I'm sorry. I went <laughs> through this exercise with them, right, over the phone because I got, I got gigabit also. And I went down the rabbit hole with them. So if you make it past that point where they're like, oh, plug all your devices in. I went and I was like, I only got one device. It's plugged in. What's on? <laughs> There's no one else on here. It's just me. Right. Why am I not getting the speeds? Oh, well, let's check uh, Let's check this. Oh, well, we're pushing it to you. Okay, well, you're pushing it to me. I'm not getting it. Oh, well, yeah. your contract, you see this fine print on your contract says that we don't actually have to provide it to you. Do you know what? that? Go back and what? look at. Yeah, dude. Go look at the fine print. Go look at the fine print on those Verizon contracts, man. It's so sketchy. There's fine print on them that basically says that they don't have to give you um, 
like it, it's a range between like 50 and 989 megabits. As long as they're within that range of 50, 50. and 9. Oh, yeah. Yep. Go read it, dude. It's, oh, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Some, some crooked stuff. Yeah, because I only I'm hardwired. I only get like five, uh, between four hundred and five hundred megabits download. To be hardwired, that's that's still some BS. Yep, my upload's even worse. I only get about fifty, fifty to sixty, and it's supposed to be a thousand. Upload is where I get the best. I'm supposed to get a gig down and a gig up. Um, Same here. And and going up, I usually get like up a hundred plus most of the time. Now, I will say I can probably chalk some of this up to the MacBook wireless bands, uh, the Wi-Fi bands within the MacBook um, or the wireless card or whatever whatever it is inside of there. Because on my PC, my gaming PC, um, with the wireless antennas that I have installed on that, I I do typically get around like 300 download. And I think, honestly, that might be a limitation of the motherboard potentially as to what can it yeah. actually accept. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, that's what I'm saying. Why do we not have more reliable Wi-Fi at this point? If my MacBook that I paid, you know, $1,300 for can't, can't receive the Wi-Fi appropriately, then that's some BS. If Verizon can't give me more than 50 when I pay for a gigabit, then that's also some BS. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree 100% that we're getting gypped. We're giving them all this money. They don't care. Dude, you can call them and say, okay, well, I'm going to cancel my contract and go to your competitor. They're like, yeah. okay, see you later. Sweet. We'll get your we'll get your $130 somewhere else. Thank you. Have a nice yeah. day. Yeah, we'll get you back. Don't worry. It's like, like all oh, mine's. Wow. <laughs> I feel like all my ideas for future tech is like just a vent. It's just a, me venting about why technology sometimes sucks right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, mine is a little bit too, but it's it's true. We, sh- I mean, we're at the time. I feel like we're halted in our advancements in some areas. Although I will say, five five G is coming. I don't really know a lot about it. I just know that it's going to keep engineers busy for the next ten plus years. That's um, great, and it's going to solve your problems, the internet problems that you're having right now. They're probably going to charge everybody a, a crap ton and um, give us, you know, less than what they promise us. But think about it. What are they going to offer next? Two gigabit? Why not? Ooh. You won't have to worry yeah, about anything know. if it's two gigabit. But then they'll probably only know. be giving you 100 gigabits, you know? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just incremental updates. That's what we. That's the world we live in. Just incremental yeah. updates. They give you a thousand. They they say they give you a thousand, but they only give you a fifty every time. Yeah. Yes. So you know, one other one other piece of technology that's incremental updates. Speaking of Apple, is everything Apple? And the last thing on my list that I had was to talk about MacBooks. So one okay. thing that I'd love to see in the future, and that we've been kind of expecting for a while, and us in the tech community have not actually received it yet. Some people are interested in it. Some people are not. It's a touchscreen MacBook. So we've got tons of touchscreen laptops on the market right now. In fact, like it seems like almost every PC they put out for consumers and not for enterprise, enterprise doesn't usually have this, has a touchscreen. You, the beard, just purchased a, 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 a Hewlett Packard, Hewlett I believe. Packard. Right? Oh, so um, nice which is a touchscreen two-in-one because it folds all the way back into a tablet, so it's a two-in-one. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. <clears throat> um, 
And I think you're a fan of it, right? Dude, $550. It's got AMD, Ryzen 5. I can run Warframe. I can run I can run current gen video graphics on my laptop. Are you yes. kidding me? Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh my god, take me there. Take me there yes. every day. It's not a bad price at all. 550 bucks. But guess how much I paid for my MacBook? <laughs> I said it a minute ago. $1300 all yep. all in. Right. Okay. And you probably have better performance out of your PC than I usually get out of, out of my MacBook. But it looks great. And I great. mean, security, I, I mean, think about it, right? You, for the MacBook, I'm just going to throw this in. I'm going to kick it back to you. Is is the security, right? That was the whole thing with the MacBooks is is that you didn't have to worry about, like, viruses and, like, everything was, like, streamlined. But really, yes. like, <clears throat> in this day and age, Windows <clears throat> Defender is pretty good. You don't really need anything else. I mean, you get AVG, a couple other things. But I'm pretty safe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, since I've had the, the gaming PC built, I haven't had any sort of threats of virus or anything like that, but, um, I'm just, I'm just smart about, I don't download games illegally and I just stay away from sketchy sites and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, yeah I mean, that was one of the promises of the MacBook, and I will say like, I, I'm not hating on the MacBook cause I actually really enjoy my, my MacBook pro. Um, and it serves me well for most things. I will say it takes forever to export video. We did find that out. Um, but yeah. What I wanted to really touch on was a touchscreen MacBook. Um, you know, Mac OS and iOS, they I feel like they're kind of growing closer and closer all the time. Every time, we're going to talk about it in a little bit, but every time a new iOS comes out, especially for the iPad, it gets more and more like Mac OS. I mean, there's definitely a clear, a clear difference at this point still. Um, but why can't we have a touchscreen MacBook at this point? I mean... I don't personally think that I would use the touchscreen a, a, a ton, um, but you know the few people that we're at that I work with that use like Microsoft Surface devices or computers like yours that are you know just standard HPs that have a touchscreen, I can definitely see the use case. Like when it comes to zooming in on something, for instance, if I want to open up an image and just pinch to zoom a little bit, or if I want to scroll down a web page, um, or maybe if I do want to flip it into a you know a completely tablet tablet view. I don't understand at this point why why Apple is resisting it. I mean, they in, they introduced the Touch Bar on Mac on MacBooks um, 2016, I want to say, and my MacBook has a, a Touch Bar. I don't get a ton of usage out of it, but it's a solid little piece of, of hardware. It's a really cool little differentiator between that and a PC. You know, if I'm cutting together a movie in iMovie, if I'm using Photoshop or something, I can use the Touch Bar to do little keyboard shortcuts, which is really cool. Um, and I kind of thought when they first announced that, that was kind of like the stopgap between a standard MacBook and one that has a touchscreen. Um, so that's just one thing that I'd like to see in the future. I think that it would be a, a pretty welcome um, introduction, and I think people would be excited about it. When was the last time iOS had like a large update? I mean, they do one every year. I think large in the sense of like completely game, like game changer. Yeah. It's been, been a while, while right? Man. Yeah, it's been a while. I think. <laughs> is I it because? Say like, I think iOS seven. I think iOS seven, if I remember correctly, was back around when the iPhone five was out, and that's when they introduced like a brand new user interface, brand new design language, um, things like that. But really, it's all iterative. Every single time they put out an iOS update, it's super iterative. Like, um, you know, the menu structures have been cleaned up or the settings panels have been cleaned up or the share sheets have been 
have been improved or whatever. Like it's very minor stuff. It's not nothing, no, no huge major overalls on the iPhone side, at least. Do you think it has anything to do with Steve jobs being, um, having passed away? Cause he was kind Uh, of the, you know, the innovator on all of that. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say, honestly. I'm not really sure what what leads that. I'm not sure who oversees like software. Um, I think it might be Phil Schiller potentially, but I'm not really sure. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's it's hard to say, man. But I, I will say that we'll, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. The iPad is growing closer and closer to becoming a laptop. Yeah, man. Um, but let's finish out our they, main they segment need to. first. What's up? I said, let's finish our main segment first. Okay. Okay, guys. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit these next ones real quick. Real-time language translation tool. It exists, but where is it? Why don't I have one? Why isn't it built into my phone? Why can't I just walk down the street and hear what those people doing my nails are talking about? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know? When I'm ordering, you your, ordering food. <laughs> huh? What? Hold on. Did I Do you get your nails done? Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. My hair. That's what I <laughs> My hair. <laughs> <laughs> my hair, you know, when I'm ordering food, um, you know, anything basically. Um, I, I get on the phone with, with folks that are in India, uh, because I, I do some project management work and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I want to know what they're saying and, uh, it should just be built into my phone real time as they're talking. Um, I want to just, I just want to know, right. Um, so that's the first thing I think that that should be built into all of our all of our systems at this point real-time language translation how hard is that yeah, yeah i mean doesn't google have uh they do called google translate google translate doesn't yeah you think but by it's now, not real time no yeah you think by now i mean they have like the pixel buds and the pixel buds first came out that was the promise it was uh you could basically translate as people were talking to you if you had the pixel buds in it would speak to you whatever they were saying but i don't think it ever panned out exactly as they were expecting it to yeah. um and it definitely was not really well adopted for sure um okay. but yeah i like apple come on guys what are you doing why Why are you waiting for google to do something like that um yeah that's you know, huge I, I break down the language barriers universal language come on that's amazing be- okay I think we should all just start our own, start a new language that everyone has to learn. I think it should be um, Klingon. Klingon. There we go. That sounds good. Let's do that. Um, <laughs> all right. So next is uh, in relationship to COVID-19, virtual reality shopping experience, right? So when oh. you're at home and you're on your computer and you're looking on Amazon or you're looking on whatever platform you're on to buy things, why not be able to log in with a virtual reality headset, which everybody will have someday, I assume, um, and be able to walk through that supermarket, see the things on the shelf, pick them up, take a look at them, throw them in your cart. I love that idea. Oh, dude. I, my I think my wife great. would love that. Think about it. Think okay. Think about the people that are disabled, that are never able to go window shopping. True. They could go. They they could be in a virtual reality city, 
or even in a forest, whatever you want to do. You could be in the bottom of the ocean, walking around shopping. Come on, people People would gobble that up, I think. Um, yeah, there's definitely a market for that. I mean, so, on, online shopping, you know, it's cool. But, I mean, could you imagine, yeah, just putting yourself in a virtual space and being actually to, able to, to walk through the store? Would you also have people blocking the aisles like you do in real life that you couldn't get through? We got to have full immersion here, so yes. <laughs> and uh, eventually, like every once in a while, you'd have some random NPC just run up and cough on you. <laughs> yes. It would. It wouldn't some... just be like regular shopping. It would be like battle shopping. Ah, uh, oh, now that's something I could get behind. I hate grocery shopping. It's the worst. But Black if Friday. I can make it a video game. Yeah, you, you start with a list of things you need, right? You start a list. You have a list of ten things, and you have two minutes to get through. And you're armed with a with a rifle and a pistol, and <laughs> you have to go through and just blast zombies as you're getting groceries. That's exciting. Oh, take me there. That oh, sounds dude, fun. Write that. Write that down. That's a million dollar idea. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, and I'm gonna round it out now. <laughs> Last topic, okay? And I'm and I connected it to the virtual reality in a way. Android eye replacements. Now, this is very futuristic, but I have glasses and my eyesight sucks. And I'm already technically considered an Android in the literal terms. We're all technically Androids, like if you're using a phone or if you have glasses or if you have any kind of anything that increases your like functionality in life. You're technically, boom, there it is, Android. You just put your Android glasses on. Hey, Arnold, Arnold. Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop doing uh, that now. <laughs> I'll um, probably just so, wake my kids up. Oh, whoops! So, Android eye replacements with virtual reality capabilities. Now, I think it would just be great. I think we're a long way off, and if we can get there, we can get to a lot of different places. So, what I'm thinking is be able to just turn your brains into your screen. Um, so. Oh, yeah. pretty wild. I mean, that's, that's all I, I mean, really had you, on that one. Are you thinking like augmented sort of reality? So like you're just seeing kind of like the Terminator. So you can look at like a person. You're like, it tells you their height, their weight, hit, hit their points, age. Damage. <laughs> their hit points. Um, Armor. <laughs> their strength level. Their level yeah. in life. That's, that's <laughs> Everyone's assigned a level. This guy's level 36. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> His power is lo- He's powered. I'm sorry. His power level is 9,000. Oh no! Oh my god! Stay away from that guy. Yeah, yeah. I um, I I just I don't know. I think it would be really really cool, but scary. Cause think about hackers, right? Could they hack into your eyeball? Oh no! Yeah, that'd be know. bad. Or you get That's the only like, thing. you get like spam. You would get a- definitely the advertising industry would be all about it because they'd find ways to, like NFC tag you as you're walking past the store. It's like a thing pops up in your eyeball. It's like twenty percent off. Oh man, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about like getting rickrolled. See, <laughs> 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 so walking, you be sitting in a meeting, somebody rickrolls you. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh gosh. Okay, that was it, man. That was that was my main. That I was like my main that. Stuff. I think Android eye replacement. I dude, that's got. I mean, not even just eye replacement, but you you know, smart contact lenses are gonna happen at some point. Yep. Yeah, smart right. contacts. They're already in development. Yeah, I know that I mean, they're in development. It, it's it's only a matter of time. 
they'll, they'll be but here. that was a good list. They'll be here soon. They'll be here soon, I think. Anyway, that was a good list. But yes, it. as we round out every section, what do you guys want to see in the future? Like, if you could put yourself twenty years in the future, what technology do you want to see that would improve your life, or maybe just be super fun, like a zombie grocery cart, you know, action adventure VR game? Let us know about it. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Are you ready for some tech news? Let's do it. Transitioning right now. We're back. We're back. That was a quick one. Oh. Get oh, it done. Quick one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, 30 seconds nice. or less. Here I All am. Right. Welcome to the tech news segment of the Ginger and the Beard podcast. So we kind of alluded to this a little bit. I'm going to share my screen with you while I look at this article. Uh, well, not really article, press release from from the people themselves, Apple. Um, as we Show talk about, Apple, Apple released, announced a new iPad Pro. Okay. So hey, we AJ, talked about this a little AJ. bit. Yeah. 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 One yeah, second. Yeah. One second. Oh. One second. Okay. Hold on. Do, 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 do. Okay. You're good now. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Yes. Apple has unveiled its new iPad Pro. Okay. So we talked about it a little bit in the in the future tech segment. Why has Apple not released a touchscreen Mac book? Well, this might be the answer actually because Every time they, they make improvements and iterations on the iPad, it gets more and more like a MacBook. So as you can see, the big the big shocker here is that um, they, it came out with this new fancy keyboard case, if you guys can see my screen, um, that essentially elevates it off of the surface and makes it more in line with what you'd see from like a can MacBook. You, can you scroll down? All I see is just the, the top title right now. Oh, I am scrolling. Not working? Yeah. No, it's not. Oh, I can see something now. Yeah, scroll down. Scroll down now. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can see it now. We can see it now. Oh, weird. When I was full screen, I guess it wasn't working. Technical difficulties. We're just we're just learning. Um, yeah, it's all good. Yes. So anyways, they released this new iPad Pro. I mean, as with every iteration of the iPad, it comes with some beefed up specs. It's got a new eight core uh, GPU and eight core processor, Apple's proprietary um, processors. So it's faster. It's got better performance. It's got this fancy A12Z bionic chip, whatever that's supposed to mean. But it apparently claims that you can edit 4K video or do 3D modeling within the iPad, which is pretty awesome. Um, I've got to say, I mean, like I, I, I follow a lot of tech blogs and, and people in the industry, and they talk about how powerful the iPad Pro actually is. I'd love to be able to get my, I mean, number one, I can't afford one of these things because they're just as expensive, if not more expensive than an actual MacBook, um, which we'll talk about the pricing in a second. But I'd love to actually just spend like a week and try to work exclusively from an iPad Pro and see how it how it is. I think that'd be very interesting. But it's got a new it's got a new edge to edge liquid retina display. You gotta love all their fancy nomenclature. Ooh, um, liquid. Liquid retina. Ooh. Uh, it looks really good. That's all that really means. Um, it's got Sounds a new. Good too. new yeah, new camera system. You can shoot 4K video with. If I ever see you shooting video with an iPad, I might actually come smack you. But you know, oh, if it's geez. got the, if it's got the ability to do it, I guess why not do it? But it also touts its studio quality mics. So it's actually saying, I mean, 
again, with all these Apple campaigns, you have to take it with a grain of salt because they they'll they'll have these shot on iPhone campaigns and put these giant billboards up and like sure it was shot on an iphone but it had like a lens attachment and it had a professional behind it that was using specific lighting techniques and then in post-processing they put all these these filters and whatnot on it and made it look super awesome so you just ruined you know, you got... my life <laughs> yeah sorry it doesn't actually come straight out of the camera like that <laughs> but that. really all I w- what i wanted to mainly talk about was um this this keyboard you can see here in this image here this keyboard cover you know that elevates it off the ground and makes it more like laptop style and what you might not have noticed in this image is there's a trackpad now on this keyboard nice so the iPad actually now has mouse support which is something that i the iPads have never had historically even samsung tablets you know 5 6 7 8 years ago have had mouse bluetooth mouse support so now that now that the iPads have mouse support, mouse support, I mean they got to give the MacBooks. Um, I'm sorry. Now that the, I'm sorry. Now that they have Mac, I'm sorry. Now that they have mouse <laughs> support, I'm trying to talk. Now that they have mouse <laughs> support, shouldn't MacBooks have trackpads? What do you mean? I mean, you mean iPads have trackpads? No, no, no. MacBooks touch, had touch screens, touch screens, touch screens. Yes, yes, that 11%. Um, that's exactly what it is, actually. I'm going to I'm gonna just slide that away from me. I'm going to bring this, <laughs> this nice high-quality H2O up closer. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. Exactly. This is what I was trying to get to earlier. It's like, okay, if we're at this point, I, I feel like there's a merger on the way. Like, They've said from the beginning, right, when iPad Pro first came out, is that they're not they, their intention for the iPad Pro is not to be a laptop replacement. And they had to say that, right? Their marketing teams told them to say that because they don't want to stop selling MacBooks. But if they continue to do stuff like this, they add trackpad support to the iPad. They make this cool little stand that lifts it up higher off the table to make it angled like a laptop. They give it all these 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 performance boosts they allow you to edit 4k video at some point kids aren't even going to know what a laptop is they're just going to have a tablet that they walk around with and it's going to have all the same capabilities as a a laptop so i'm not sure how i feel one way or the other about it again i'd love to spend like a lot of time with an ipad pro and see could it actually be a replacement device for your laptop and i'm sure there's going to be tons of articles and videos out there that tackle that topic now that they've uh, um, announced this but i just thought it was super interesting now, I will say the, the the trackpad, as I've read about it, does not function exactly like you might expect a, a mouse or a, a traditional trackpad on a laptop. It actually, um, they don't have any graphics here to, to illustrate it, but when you move your finger around the trackpad, it essentially just highlights different icons. You know what I mean? So instead of having a, a mouse to freely move around the screen and click on things, as you move your mouse to your cursor to the right, it's just going to pop across the little icons. It'll pop up into the file navigation system. And it's just another way. I'm not sure if it ought to actually be faster for you to navigate that way than it would be for you to just touch an object, but it's just different, I guess. And I'm assuming that you know, especially their native applications like iMovie, um, GarageBand, things like that, will probably have a lot more, um, a lot more features built in to allow you to do certain things with the trackpad that you may not be able to do as easily with the touch interface. Um, so that'll be really interesting to see. Yeah, I so, feel like I don't, I don't know if I like that. To 
just be kind of. Yeah, I'm giving, bringing forward. my face back. I'm I'm back as well. I I don't know if I like that man. I kind of I I don't like that whole tab technology that it's basically using. It's kind of. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I well, know. we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it. I mean, we'll see. Maybe next time. Maybe the next time they iterate on it again, you'll have free moving a free moving cursor. You never know. Um, yeah, man, it's maybe like, it's like I said, they just baby steps. Yeah, they just keep getting ever closer to the merger of Mac OS and iOS, or maybe just Mac OS and iPad OS, because there is a distinction now between iOS and iPad OS. And not to spend too much time on this topic, but if you haven't checked out iPad OS in a while for you guys out there listening, um, they continue to pump in more and more productivity focused software, um, with these releases, allowing you to do things like side by side windows, um, which you've been able to do on Mac for a long time, um, allowing you to have more swipe capabilities. So if you use your like four fingers and you swipe across the screen, you can basically have different spaces like you can on PC and on Mac, you know, and you can do the exact same thing on Mac OS. If you swipe with your fingers, you get to another space. So all these things are like sort of merging together. I'm just kind of waiting for the day where they announce Mac OS and iPad OS have merged and we've released this fancy new um, iPad, Mac, book combination that allows you to detach the screen from the keyboard just like a Surface device or something like that. That would be that would be crazy, you know? Okay. Okay. But so let's just talk about cost really quick and then we can move on. I'm going to gripe for a second. The base cost of the iPad, I didn't write down the specs, and I don't feel like going back to the article right now, is 800 bucks. So that's base cost. That's just the slab of metal itself, 800 bucks. So out of the that's gate. That's not bad, right? That's not bad. But if you want to get the full functionality and you want to slap on that nice, pretty keyboard, take a guess, Reese, at where you land for that keyboard. What, ca- what kind of money are we talking about for that keyboard? For just that keyboard? Yes. Um, I mean, I would say like, like thirty, forty bucks tops. <laughs> this is Apple we're talking about. Let's multiply that by ten. That's oh my $300. god! Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Dude, count me out, man. I'm out. Three hundred dollars gets you a nice fancy, <laughs> a fancy keyboard case that allows you to elevate your iPad and lean it backwards. Come on, man. No way. Come on. Right. No okay. Way. So. <laughs> The Surface tablets. I'm gonna take that had... thing out in the courtyard and beat it with a bat if somebody gives me that because that's uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that goes perfectly. It falls perfectly in line with all the other Mac or yeah our Apple accessories. For instance, their new Mac Pro that they released, um, which is also ridiculously expensive. You can buy a car for them for the a really nice car for the cost of one of those Mac Pros. Um, but if you want to buy a set of caster wheels to go underneath of that Mac pro so you can wheel it around to different parts of your studio for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> you're like looking at like, an, I think it's, I don't I don't want to misquote it, but it's like in the hundreds of dollars, maybe even a thousand dollars to buy some caster wheels. And if you want, you want to buy their fancy pro display XDR monitor, um, you have to buy the monitor stand separately, which is an extra, I want to say a thousand dollars. It's like an aluminum, some kind of aluminum stand. Wow. So it's just, it's outrageous, man. Um, they're just price gouging like crazy. But so if you spend, if you buy the base iPad Pro, the new one, and add the three hundred dollar keyboard to it, you're looking at eleven hundred bucks. Okay, so for two hundred dollars more, you could buy this nice, beautiful 
MacBook Pro with Touch Bar, and you could watch the Ginger and the Beard podcast. Hey, there, boom, there um, it is. You know, for a couple hundred bucks more, and you're going to get more storage. You're going to get most likely better performance. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. I um I don't know, man. It's it's not up my alley. It's not up my alley, but uh, at least they're trying some things, and there's a market for it, right? There's a market for it for sure, and I get that. Um, you know, it's not something I would do, but I do like the idea of an upgraded GPU, an eight core G, an eight core CPU, and ability to edit 4K video. That's promising. That's that's what gets yep. my gears going, right? I don't, you know, the the whole three hundred dollar keyboard. You had me at at three. If, as soon as you say the number three, I'm out. I'm out. Don't tell me three. Yes. Absolutely. Tell me 30 and we're in. But anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So do you want me to go yes. ahead and – all right. I'm going to I'm gonna give you guys a quick little update right now. And anybody that's streaming, that is a streamer, is a broadcaster, that uses OBS Studio and plays video games, this is probably going to be a little bit important to you. I'm going to get through it real quick though. Um, so Vulcan-based games, right? So when I say Vulkan-based games, it's an API that developers use um, uh, with their games to communicate to different networks. Um, and some some games that use this, right? Uh, Doom Eternal, Red Dead Redemption 2, No Man's Sky, Rage 2, uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint, uh, Rainbow Six, all of those games use Vulkan. So it's a common kind of thing. It's a low overhead cross-platform 3D graphics in computing API, right? So API just it basically just means that it's able to communicate to, to, between different servers, different databases um, at a very, very high level. Um, but it's cheap. It's, it's not that expensive and it's super high powered. But what I'm talking about here is streaming. So OBS w did not have anything built out to do Vulkan based game capture. Um, so me personally, I've played No Man's Sky. When I was trying to play No Man's Sky, I couldn't do game capture. I would have to show you guys my whole desktop, basically. So anything I'm doing on my desktop, you would see, which is not really that good for streaming. Yeah. Now, it's been built out so that it does game capture. Anytime I'm doing something on my screen, you're not able to see it. It's, it's just quality of life and it needed to happen and it's better quality that's the best thing about it is because when you stream games that were that were vulcan supported you would get like huge lag clipping all kinds of nasty stuff that oh, you yeah. don't want to get when you're streaming so very happy to yeah. hear that and anybody that streams or or you know makes youtube videos should be happy as well yeah i remember trying to watch you stream red dead 2 and um yep. And it was it was always giving you troubles. So that's cool, yep. man. That's exciting. I am. I'm. I'm. Yeah. That that gets me going. I, I'm really happy about that. But um, I don't think we have anything else for tech. I mean, there's plenty of tech news out there, but um, I think we covered the the things that are important to us, right? Yes, absolutely. It actually has been kind of a slow week in tech. I was trying to look for more stuff, but it's actually kind of been kind of slow. But lots of stuff yeah. going on. But yeah, I think yeah. we should move on. Um. So. Transition time into UFC oh. shenanigans? Oh, yes. <gasps> One, two, three. Oh, we're back. 
That one was but, like uh, not not as short as the last one, but we're back. That's all that matters. <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. And one day we'll have ad breaks because we'll be famous and we'll need to have ads. Good point. Good point. Um, good point. Here we are. We're in. You're at, so smooth. So smooth. UFC shenanigans. Mr. Yes. Red, Mr. Mr. Ginger, will you will you start us off with some UFC shenanigans? And there's been some uh, shenanigans. And some shenanigans. John Jones has gotten arrested again. Oh my gosh! Well, not like this. He, oh he's gosh. been doing so good. It's a guy that you hate to love, and you love to hate, right? Like oh John Jones, gosh. he's such an amazing athlete. He's just like a freak of nature. He can't be stopped. I mean, he could be. He will be one day. Yeah. But he's doing himself a disservice, man. Yeah, if you guys haven't read the news yet, if you haven't followed closely enough with what's happening in the UFC world, our man John Jones, light heavyweight champion of the world, has gotten arrested again um, for similar actions, DWI and misuse of a firearm. Yes. Which sounds awful. To expand on that, I, I read a little bit more into it. He's discharged his firearm in a public setting. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it was outside, but it endangered people's lives, and yeah. he was also pulled over while intoxicated. Um, so this was in Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico, and you know it's a it's it, they're not felonies, right? It's a misdemeanor and a petty misdemeanor. Uh, the the DWI is petty. Uh, the discharging of the firearm is 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 an actual misdemeanor. So I mean, gosh, man, I I can't believe discharging your firearm is a misdemeanor. You would think that would be a felony, considering you could definitely kill someone doing that. I don't really understand that one, but yeah, regardless, I don't know what you're thinking, man. I've always said the same thing about any pro athletes, like these guys in the NFL, even more so the guys like in the NFL who get you know, busted for gun charges or for drug charges or whatever. I'm like, dude, you're making so much money playing a game. It's a little bit different for the UFC because you're actually, you're physically getting harmed. You're putting yourself in harm's way. So, you know, I feel like you're earning your money a little bit more than these guys in the NFL, but still you're a professional athlete making the big bucks in your sport. Why risk it? Why, why risk it for something? And somebody, I saw Uh. somebody posted on Instagram, um, earlier today and it was like uh at this point why hasn't he paid someone to drive him around for fifty thousand dollars a year or something like that just to be his driver just to get him from club to club or wherever he's going so that this doesn't happen and And why do you need a firearm he should have a bodyguard just give him a bodyguard yeah i mean he's gonna be able to beat the bodyguard up but whatever have one who cares yeah i just think man. man Poor decision-making. He was doing so good for, like, the past year. And to see this kind of relapse, it's just like, why? Why? Right. So you were telling me earlier today, this is not the first time this happened. And, and re- just tell the people what it was last time. Uh, so the – I mean, beyond just the the um, the drug issues, the performance drug enhancements – the performing enhancing drugs that he's been taking. Um, there was one instance that he got arrested for where he did a hit and run. He, um, he ran into a, uh, a lady, uh, that was pregnant and fled the scene, uh, in his vehicle. Um, there was also, um, he, he either tested positive 
or was found in possession of cocaine. Um, oh, man. Uh, but to fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure that was the one that happened before the car accident. Um, but those were the things, basically. So, I mean, he's just had a laundry list of run-ins with the law, just negativity, dealing with, with you know, pharmaceuticals and drugs. Yeah. I mean, man, what a good fighter, but gosh, man, what a bad, not really a, not really a stand-up kind of guy, you know? It's kind yeah. of a kind of a bad guy, you know. Yeah, and then it's definitely it's been interesting to watch the reactions of other fighters across the interwebs uh, responding to responding to this situation. But there was one that stood out to me as I was scrolling through uh, Instagram and saw one of the UFC news fights repost it, and it came from Diego Sanchez. Okay. Um, and if you have small children around and you're listening to this podcast, which I doubt oh is the, my gosh. <laughs> I doubt is the occasion. I just want to read this guy's tweet. Um, and we're going to bleep this out in the, in post, but for you guys listening live, prepare yourselves. This this is a tweet from Diego Sanchez, um, in regards to the news about John Jones. He, he said, not even the coronavirus can keep Bill fucking Cosby Jones off the streets of Albuquerque during this global pandemic. What a the fake is ever fake supporters and followers too okay wow. number one wow dude, calm calm down okay you're, you're, you're a good fighter you know why he's saying that because he's trying to ride the colby covington hype train and be another one of those guys that's like hey here's another asshole that i want to see lose let me tune into his pay-per-view fight and pay him the big bucks because he's an asshole and i want to see him get his teeth kicked in oh um, no is he really doing that Oh, come I on. think he is, man. I really do. I think I think this is a strategy that a lot of fighters have recently, and I I don't I'm, I want to know your thoughts on it. But it seems like Colby Colby Covington kind of kicked this kicked this train off, you know, with his "Make America Great" hats and his like this you know, over the top personality. But we all know it's an act. We didn't. We know yeah. historically, like he was starting to He's become. He's not good just, at it. Yeah, I mean, he's starting to become just another name in the sport, so he he put this act on and made everybody hate him so they would tune into his fights. So I, I have he, to I do have to correct you on that though. He wasn't just becoming another name in the sport. He was going to get kicked out. He was actually one fight away from being he was about to be released and then he started talking all this crap. Right. And then Dana was like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's see what this guy's got." Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good call on that. I think he did have like one fight left and so, yeah, he wanted to you know, he wanted to he wanted to get some attention. You know, now he's got it, and now he is one of the most talked about fighters in the sport. So I feel like a lot of fighters are, are trying this strategy. Um, another one's like yeah. Henry Cejudo, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. He talks Henry all Cejudo, this, but his is so corny. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he told he told Valentina Shevchenko that he would fight her. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just why just why right? He's just trying to stir up the he's trying to stir up the headlines, and it works, <laughs> right? But we it don't does. need every single fighter doing this, okay? You know, especially when it's as clear as as night. <laughs> like, why? Okay, it's fine if you have this opinion about John Jones because I, I think Diego Sanchez is from Albuquer- Albuquerque, I believe. Um, okay, and so I can understand, like you know, he's John Jones is given a bad rap to the sport. You know, he's disgracing Albuquerque, whatever. Um, but don't call his fans fake ass supporters and followers. Come on, man. Yeah, that's no. not cool. You don't need to. You don't need to get on. You know the fans' bad side unless you're trying to ride the hype train. Uh, I just, uh, I don't even want to like think about it, man. He's just 
playing that game. It's not a good game to play. So yeah, I hope he, I hope he cleans up his act. Um, yes, he's been, he's been doing pretty bad lately too. Did you see his, his corner man, his corner man's like some joke. I can't remember his name right now, but like the stuff that he's saying to him while they're, you know, sitting on the, sitting on the chair, sitting on the stool in the corner just doesn't make yeah. sense. I, I could go out there and, and say stuff like that. And yeah, anyway, um, I, so. I will say this, um, Tiago Santos wants to fight Dominic Reyes next to see who's going to fight John next. Cause John's going to be out for a little while. I can't wait to see that fight. That's going to be awesome. If they make that fight, what do, who do you think takes that fight? Uh, I'm going to give it to Dominic. I honestly think that, like the the Tiago Santos John Jones fight, um, I I really did give it to John on that one. Uh, the Dominic yeah. Reyes fight, though, I mean he just Dominic dominated him for three rounds. If it was a three round fight, dude, Dominic took it home no problem. Right. It's a championship fight, and uh, you know he was out of he was a little bit out of gas. He didn't really do anything in the fifth round, but I don't care, man. I think Dominic won that fight. And I think Dominic's going to beat Tiago. He's going to fight Jones again, and he's going to realize, oh, so I can't just win three rounds and then just accept it as a victory. I have to actually fight all five rounds and beat this guy every single round. I think he'll come out and do that next time. Yeah, I kind of agree with that now that I think about it. At first, I was thinking I would give that to Tiago, um, but if you think back to that fight with John, I mean, granted the dude did shred his knees to pieces in that fight. So he couldn't really move a whole lot, but he's definitely not as explosive as Dominic is. And so, yeah, yeah, he might come out and explode and take that fight. And then, yeah, go into fight John Jones. That that would definitely be interesting. I think John Um, Jones is on his way out. Honestly, I think the only reason why he didn't lose those last two fights is because he's the champion already. Yeah. If it was reversed, if it was reversed, those other folks would have, I, you know, I think they definitely would have won the fight. I would have to agree with you. Um, um, so another another UFC news. So we're all sitting and waiting impatiently to figure out what's happening with UFC 249. Uh, so that's, of course, the Khabib Ferguson si- uh, fight. And Dana White is holding out like he's holding out very hard to to make sure this fight happens. And I will just say won't spend too much time on it, but he's he's hinting to the fact that a venue is about ninety nine percent solidified. And we don't know if it's going to be in North America, if it's going to be overseas, where where it's where this is actually going to be. But he says he's going to make this fight happen. But the more interesting thing about it is there are talks about the card itself changing. And if you think about the fights that have been rescheduled, there's talk that some of these fights that were going to be main main event fights are going to get added to that card. Okay. So how wild would that be? I mean, we've got Francis and Gano versus um, oh geez, now the guy's name's not coming to my head. Um, um Olin, not Olenek. It's uh, Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck. There you go. Thank you. Um. That 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 fight's actually there are talks that it's going to get added to, to the card. Then you got Tyron Woodley potentially getting added to the card. So this could be a monster event if it actually happens and these changes to the to the card are actually made. Uh dude, I'm I'm super excited if they actually make those changes. I'm I'm probably going to buy the fight honestly. Um, yeah, 
I, I would I would be super I'm super excited. I really want them to make that happen. Yes. Um, yes. And I'll me too. Do, I don't know. Maybe maybe we even have a a podcast where we do a, a side by side with the fight, you know? Who knows? Just yeah, watch we talked it live together. We talked about doing that. I wonder if we can make that happen. I, I, think I mean obviously a, I, we we couldn't show the fight, obviously, but I think we right. potentially could do that. We yeah, it would just be a it would just be a you know a watch along basically, yeah. You know, so let us know if you guys are interested in that. The beard and I can make it happen. So if you guys are interested in hearing us do a fight companion, um, let us know and maybe we can make that work. Yeah, I think we can. Um, so real quick, I'm not going to do another transition, and um, I just want to say, guys, if you play video games, you got to go check out the Epic Game Store. World War Z is a forty dollar game. It's free right now. It's free. World World War Z. It's a pretty big game. It's free. Forty dollars. Go buy it. Go buy it for free. Okay. <laughs> Go, buy Go buy it, it for free <laughs> right now. The only thing better would be if they paid you to play it. That's it. There's a couple other games on there. There's a, a game called uh, Pigment or Figment. Actually, it's an action adventure. There's Tormentor X Punisher. It's an action indie with pixel graphics. Uh, both of those games, you know, not as popular. They look fun. Uh, but total savings this week. If you were to get all of these games, um, it is uh, uh, sixty-three dollars. Sixty-three dollars being given to you for free. That's pretty awesome. Can't I mean, be free. I mean, listen, you've just watching this podcast all the way to the end. You just made $63. Go ahead. <laughs> be happy. Thank you. you. All you should thank, Reese. And Epic Game Store. <laughs> oh, yes. And Epic, obviously. Yeah. Um, I have to check that uh, out, man. I, actually, I haven't played any zombie games in a long time. So, I mean, a long, should, long time. Just, Just go snag it. You don't have to install it. Just go snag it. And maybe someday when you and I are bored and want to try something new and uh, maybe anybody in chat, you guys want to come in there? It's a multiplayer game where we all get together and kill hordes of zombies. What could yeah, be better? I mean, we're all out here surviving the zombie apocalypse as it is. Let's just do it in the virtual world as well. You keep the games, by the way. I don't know. If, if, you, if you don't know this, now you know it. If you get the games, you keep them. They're all in my inventory right now. I have about 50 free games from Epic Game Store. Now, don't get me wrong. I've bought a couple games on there, you know, but they've given me hundreds of dollars of games for free that are mine now. You know, I went through the purchasing process. I have the game code. It's amazing. Get Epic Game Store. And also, I'm playing Lost Oasis. Everybody else should buy Lost Oasis and play it with me. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, maybe next week we can expand more on that when you have some more time. You've spent some more time in the game and can give us a little insight. Because I watched your stream last night with uh, Last Oasis, and it looked interesting. Um, so yep. I'm interested in hearing what you have to say about it. I will I will definitely. Um, I feel like we spent a lot of time on some other topics, so maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> we, t- we tend to do that. How do we do this? I don't know. We like talking. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, that's why we started a podcast. It's true. Because we it's like true. talking. And I'm sorry the podcast is long. I know some people do not like long podcasts, but I personally love long podcasts. I don't actually listen to podcasts if they're not more than an hour each episode because I just feel like I, I just want to invest my time in something. Yep. Good. 
Um, so. so that's it. Do you want to transition out of this and talk to the audience a little bit? or? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think we should go ahead and close it out for the YouTube video. Go ahead and give it a close, and then we can hang around for a minute and see if anybody's got any questions. Maybe find somebody to, to raid on Twitch or something like that. How about that? I think that's a fantastic idea. Thank you guys. All right. All of yes. you for watching us on YouTube, watching us on Twitch, uh, listening to, to us in your vehicles. We thank you all so much. And if you have any feedback for us, please uh, leave us a comment. You know, reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram. You know, my friend here, uh, Mr. Ginger, is posting all the time, uh, keeping it interesting. So, guys, check him out. Check us out. And uh, I hope to hear from you guys. I really do. Give us your yes. feedback. What do you want us to talk about? Yes, absolutely. You can find us all the social links at the top of our stream here, right up here. So give us a follow. Give us a shout out. And we, we do appreciate it, like the, yep. like the beard said. So until next time, until episode seven of the Ginger and the Beard podcast, let's just say bye-bye. Yes. Bye guys. Also, if you, if you want to support us a little bit more, share us with your friends. Why not? Bye. Yes, please. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye.